0: Welcome, Oncers. You have discovered the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. This is an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Colleen Roney. We are back again.
1: We are indeed.
0: We have found our, not our inner dragon, but we've got the fire back. We found our inner podcaster. Yes, we we have indeed. And so thank you so much for joining us again. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you've bought, brought a friend or two. You could buy a friend or two to listen <laughs> no. to the show.
1: No. All right.
0: So thank you so much for joining us again. This is podcast episode number 268. The show notes can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 268. We did have an opportunity to watch the episode, but before we dig in, I do want to really thank folks for visiting our support page at com Mm -hmm. slash support slash support.
1: I know trying to say slash support. Yeah. You you get tongue tied. I got cough
0: drops and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, so thank you so much mm -hmm. for visiting our support page. There's a number of ways that you can do that. We appreciate whatever you can do for us.
1: We're having trouble with the sound today. (laughs) Let's let's
0: do it again. No, no, no.
1: Leave it. It's good. It's all good, babe. (sighs) It's all good.
0: People are going to say, Jeff's drunk all the time.
1: I'm not drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You're never drunk.
0: No, but there's something exciting coming to Anaheim. And the thing is, the most exciting thing of it is we have been waiting Because we've expected, once upon a time, to attend PaleyFest. This year, not so much.
1: We expected
0: them to attend WonderCon. Not so much. Now, Comic-Con, we still don't know. But it's still pretty close. If they were going to be at Comic-Con, we would have heard by now, I I think. I would think so. So D23, I don't even know yet.
1: We have no idea.
0: But... There is a very cool convention coming to Anaheim. It's Mm -hmm. called Regal Con. Mm -hmm. And let me read a bit from the press release here. Regal Con 2015 is a fan convention dedicated to the hit ABC... hmm, There we go.
1: (laughs) Tongue tied.
0: Hit ABC TV show Once Upon a Time. And it will be coming to Anaheim, California, May 8th through the 10th at the Wyndham Anaheim Garden Grove Hotel. And
1: that's just down the street from Disneyland.
0: very close to Disneyland. And the confirmed guests are Sean McGuire, Robin Hood, Rebecca Mader, Zelina, the Wicked Witch, Ian Bailey, August Booth, Slash Pinocchio, Lee Ehrenberg, Leroy and Grumpy, Faustino de Bada, Sleepy. I think his name was Walter. Walter. Yeah. Uh, Michael Coleman, Happy. I don't know what his storybook name is. I don't either. He's probably just happy.
1: know uh, he's got one, but we don't know. What
0: Gil he's... McKinney, mm-hmm. Prince Eric, mm-hmm. Beverly Elliot, Granny, mm-hmm. and the fantastic, frankly, Dr. David Anders, Dr. Dr. Whale. Mm-hmm.
1: They're all fantastic, actually.
0: They're all fantastic.
1: I'm really excited about this list.
0: So... You can get all the information and more without any slurring or problems with speech (laughs) at regalcon2015.com. So we may have more information to share going forward. For sure, I wanted to tell you about this. And...
1: Well, hopefully a lot of people have already heard about it and they're making plans to go. But if you haven't, I know it's kind of cutting it close, but if you have the ability to, to attend, you might want to consider checking it out.
0: And They have lots of levels mm-hmm. of access. They have different VIP packages to get mm-hmm. you a lot of really cool things. We're not going to go into all of it here, no, no, no. but you can go to the website and yeah. check it out and see what level that you can afford or that you would be interested in getting involved in, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. We want to support this because this is really the only time locally right. in California so far that I'm aware of that you can actually have an opportunity to see the cast
1: mm-hmm.
0: outside of Steveston, mm-hmm. possibly get an opportunity to get a uh, autograph, picture. picture, those kind of things. Right. So all those opportunities are on the website. So please go check that out. Yes. And
1: if you do go, let us know you're coming. Yes. You know, we might like to say <clears throat> hi.
0: Sure. And we're kind of working out some details now yes. on some things. So we more to discuss later.
1: Right. I mean, it's not that far from us. So yes. just letting you know.
0: That is true. Definitely. So anyhow, go check that out. Mm-hmm. And if you can come and you are coming, let's us no
1: yes
0: so let's go ahead and dive into our emails there are some email points that we want to discuss Mm -hmm. and this one is from alina Mm -hmm. and she is loving the bad regina even if it's just pretending and she said august is back you know to be honest i didn't know that there was i mean there's a number of folks that were saying they're so happy that august is back yeah I thought I was the only one, but...
1: Oh, no, you... you
0: That's really... That's fantastic.
1: You, I know you love August. I oh, I do. You're like your favorite he, character, he, but, yeah. but there are a lot of people who like August. A lot of people.
0: I love Belle's legs, and I love August's sage <laughs> advice. Yes. we'll <laughs> Just leave it at that. Anyway, she doesn't want... August to be de-aged again, so just keep him the way he is. Yeah.
1: keep him and adult. I grown I, up I mean, we love look. We love Jacob Davies. He's adorable. No, absolutely, I love he, Jacob. And he's he's good at playing little young Pinocchio. But we also love August and his sage advice. So
0: yes. All right, so we need to. So Cruella's game of don't be a hero was fun. Mm-hmm. Maleficent's defending her was really nice. She's just rusty. And poor Maleficent.
1: Well, when we were talking about wait, wait. when we were talking about that particular scene, yes. you'd asked me, do you think that that was possibly an homage to Harry Potter? Oh, or, right,
0: right, right. The train,
1: right, the train being an homage to Harry Potter or something else. I can't remember what. It well, was.
0: we'll we'll get to. There's a mention later in another email.
1: Okay. Well, I was gonna say I think that that is actually. From that's lifted directly from the actual 101 Dalmatians. I, not I have not
0: this. seen that movie f- fully in a long time. It's been time, a long time, so. but I
1: vaguely remember her outrunning a train at okay. one point, you know, trying to get the puppies. So I'd have to see it again, but it just did, for some reason, strikes a chord with me.
0: That could be true. And but th- the only both. thing that came up on my radar was Harry Potter and maybe Walt Disney because they always have the oh, train. yeah. yeah, yeah. In the beginnings of all the films, plus Walt Disney Love Trains. Yeah. In the logo. In the, the logo. Oh, going around. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I will continue with Alina's email. Poor Mal. I lost a fire long ago. LOL. Loving how Regina doesn't want to be seen with the charming softball team. I can't be seen with you. <laughs> and that was another thing is I don't think we, we discussed it in... First thoughts is that Regina went to Maleficent mm-hmm. to help her mm-hmm. remember who she was right and then in the present day, mm-hmm. Maleficent was basically saying the same thing to Regina you've forgotten who who you right. are you've been hanging nice around parallel. with those heroes too much yeah nice you're man. evil don't forget you remember who you are you're right. the evil queen right and Regina's done such a great job of forgetting that right. it it was a nice kind of parallel back and forth so
1: yeah a mirroring
0: a mirroring yes all right so everyone wants pinocchio do they have amber alerts in storybrook lol that's true i mean where's the kid that's gonna be flashing on all the signs how cool so cool how the villains are taking a page out of the hero's playbook and so they even even the playing field they have to do the same and that's really those that probably two of my favorite lines mm-hmm. is that yeah. we we need to remember that they're playing from the heroes' playbook, yeah, so I mean
1: they're the, working together
0: the last main show you we recorded, you mentioned yeah. that they're actually on the same team yeah, because everybody wants a happy ending they'll do in their life,, they all and so do. this really proves that
1: it is if the does. evil
0: quote unquote people mm-hmm. are playing from the heroes playbook
1: by working together,
0: working together. And then Regina's saying we're the heroes. We need to p- take a play from the b- evil characters from their playbook. Right. And we need to break the rules.
1: Exactly.
0: So it's, it's interesting.
1: And and if you think about it, that's actually the truth. The playbooks, both playbooks will get you the happy ending or could in theory. And that's what I said, you know, in the last main show we recorded, I honestly think that the villain here is not, you know, Maleficent, Cruella, Ursula, Rumple, and Regina. It's the freaking author. Right. He's, you know, the puppet master controlling everything and writing in how he wants what they're doing and, and portraying them because the funny thing is, actually, if you think about it, they've done stuff that's not good, that's for darn sure, and has, some of it has been pure evil. But a lot of times, it's Born out of some sort of tragedy, Regina losing Daniel the way she did. Her revenge was purely driven on, you know, Snow told a secret she wasn't supposed to, right? But Snow got tricked into the secret. They didn't tell that in the book. The storybook doesn't tell that at all. All it is is Regina looking like, you know, a bad person that she's not – she has no good qualities whatsoever because – she is bent on revenge, but why? Once we learn the reason why these people have done the things they've done, Rumple, a lot of stuff he's done is to get back bay. You know what I mean? There's all these little things. And the sad fact is the way the author portrays it is they're all evil. And so they've kind of adopted that, embraced that, and that's who they are. And yet, in reality, in some cases there's been some sort of, you know, you kind of understand why they do what they're doing, not necessarily justification. So like I said, I think the author's really the evil one. Who's he's the villain. He's the one who's preventing them from having happy endings because of the way he's well, telling the story.
0: Whenever something's written
1: mm-hmm.
0: about something, right? There's a slant. Sure. And things are left out. Right. Or things are massaged a bit for the quote unquote right. story. Sure so that could be what you're talking about, right, and that's my so.
1: point. that is exactly my point. They are really and truly the villains and heroes all want the same mm-hmm. thing right. happy endings and true love and for you know just to have a good life that's really all they all ever want. ultimately, it comes down to that we're learning maleficence, you know reasons. she lost a child right she just wanted to be a mother, right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I, I the way I look at it is the villain is really the, the author for leaving that kind of portion out of it and only saying, well, you know, she turns herself into a dragon and she put, you know, these people to sleep and blah. Yeah, but why? Right. So that's that's my take. Okay. Off the now.
0: Yes, I will finish up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a theory. What if the villains did succeed and tip the balance and the villains won and the heroes didn't in the season finale? And we think Emma was the one who might become a villain, but since the Charmings went to the great lengths for that not to happen, the villains kidnap Baby Neil and magically age him to twenty-one years. Instead of Emma being the greatest villain, Baby Neil is. And the next season, they have to save Baby Neil and no, tipping. No, no,
1: he's saving them.
0: Okay. And tipping the bounce back. What do you think? Of This guy oh, wait,
1: no, and next season is them saving baby neil,
0: okay that I mean with, with the with the power that dagger's got
1: I get what she's saying, okay, yeah. so basically what she's saying is we think Emma's you know the savior in this you know the, this the savior, but then now we're thinking, oh, maybe she'll be the greatest villain, but actually they end up kidnapping Neil, mm-hmm. and then Neil, because they age him, right. Neil becomes the villain, and now it's up to the heroes to go save him from being a villain mm. Mm-hmm. That's what next season. That's right. Yeah. I, that, I was like.
0: That could okay, be. I'm
1: like all. Anyway,
0: I think I think Lily's going to play into Emma's redemption.
1: I, it could so. very well be. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many ways they could go with this. Because it could very well be that Emma is not going to be a villain at all, like at all, and maybe it's Snow and Charming who end up being the villain, so to speak. Hmm. But uh, again. I still I still say the
0: author's the villain, but I anyway. Know. All right. So thank you so much, Alina, yes. for that email. I really enjoy reading these emails because they really spur on all these really great conversations yeah. and things. Yeah. And we apologize for going off track. But again, it's just great stuff to discuss. So this is from Trace. Hi, Colleen and Jeff. Miss you guys this week. Glad you're doing two podcasts, Double the Fun. Hope you're feeling better. Here are my thoughts for this week. Wow, a lot happened in this episode, and I loved it. The Mean Girls of Evil, so funny.
1: Yeah,
0: they need Tina Fey and the guy, the guy with the baseball bat.
1: Oh, Tim Meadows. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was, that was a great movie. It is mean very amusing. Though, if doing shots and partying too much is a sign of being evil, then call me the Queen of Darkness. Well, yeah. But you didn't park in front of a train. You don't do that kind of stuff.
1: So. And hopefully you haven't set fire to a sheriff's car. No. Please no, don't do that. I don't think so. <laughs> we wouldn't want you to get into trouble.
0: No, no, no. But, uh, you know, Queens of Darkness are still Queens. Yeah. And they, you know. Yeah. A little partying. Okay. Right. I thought Emma's concern for Regina was a great sign of their growing friendship. The fact that Regina lied to her was bad. But the irony would. But his irony would have it. At the same time, it showed that Regina was keeping Snow's secret. I think Lana did a great job of showing that she really didn't want to lie, but had to. The struggle that Lana showed for Regina was just incredible. Oh, absolutely. Every time she did something bad, you could tell she just winced and...
1: She hated doing uh, it. She you hated know. doing it. Right. And I love that about that character. I absolutely yeah. love that her – the one thing that – I mean things she would have done in a heartbeat without even thinking before, without any care or concern for anybody else, she is now actually really considering the consequences. I love that she's keeping the secret. Right. I do. I love that right. she's keeping it. She could totally have blurted it out to Emma and said, you know what? Yeah, they are lying to you and here's what's going on and blah, blah, blah. I do love that she's keeping the secret because I think she recognizes that that's the best course of action that she's rising above is what she's doing. And, and I, and I love it. Absolutely love it.
0: All right. The heroes are not very good at covert operations. <laughs> Regina is going to get busted for sure. If the Scooby gang, Oh, that's great. Yeah. The yep. Scooby gang. Isn't more careful. That's so fun. I wish they had a van that they just <laughs> went around in. Mr. Machine. It'd be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> But then they, they need somebody, maybe that guy from that that carriage last time was going to you you meddling kids? Because <laughs> there's always that one guy in Scooby-Doo oh, yeah. that's just kind of there, and you don't remember him, but at the end, he's the one. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So, oh, Belle, Belle, Belle. Isn't she the smart Disney princess? I suppose Book Smart and Street Smart are not the same. No, unfortunately they are not.
1: Mm-mm, Actually, nope. Trace. They nope, are not. Nope, nope.
0: But she knew in her gut that something was wrong and didn't trust herself. Keep reading. Oh uh, all right. Bad, bad rumple, not a great way to get her to trust you again. That's true. I feel like if all the heroes would just sit down in a room and spill all their secrets to each other, like the Echo Cave, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they'd all be better off. You think Rumpel was Hook when they all met at Granny's? Yes, no, I no, think,
1: no. and knows that Regina's a mole. Oh, no. and knows that
0: Regina's a mole. No, no, that
1: was pretty much that was, uh, and it was actually the library where they met.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But
1: it was. I'm pretty confident that it was. The it only was really okay. Hook.
0: The only reason I don't think that Hook was Gold in the library. Mm-hmm. Tell me why.
1: Because. At cause, the end,
0: because Will wasn't there.
1: Right, because Will wasn't there.
0: His end game is the dagger, but his his direction is Will, mm. and so that's why. Anyway, to well, me, that's that's when he started being hooked, Was at Granny's at the
1: when he sat down with Will right, and mm-hmm. purposely bumped yes, into him. Right, that's when I think he he came in. The other thing is, I think Emma would have been able to sense that it wasn't Rumpel. I mean, that it was Rumpel not Hook.
0: Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's so hard to tell. Once they it. do
0: that shape shift and stuff, that's when it things really, get crazy. It gets
1: really, Yeah, it gets really tough to tell sometimes. But anyway.
0: Yeah, the whole core of shape shifts is drove me oh, crazy.
1: Dude. Oh, yeah. That made me a little crazy.
0: All right. Maleficent, the 80s drug addict. So awesome. So <laughs> cross Stefan off the list of baby daddies now. And he's been taken care of. I still think the sorcerer is the father. I hear a lot of people saying it's Rumple, but I can't I get no sense that they had an intimate relationship. Well, not yet anyway. <laughs> this is once upon a time after all.
1: Okay, first of all, Maleficent and Rumple? Ew.
0: Well,
1: just ew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it is funny. Ew. It,
1: That's like Regina and Rumple. Ew. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> but when I was looking at Maleficent Kind of leaning back with her, you know, needle and all her things. It looked like one of 12 70s 80s, rock yeah. uh, album covers. Mm-hmm. It just it, it yeah. just had that kind of look. But eighties too. I mean, because she had the crimped hair.
1: That's why I said, yeah. Poor poor
0: Marco. I'm happy to have August back because I thought it was kind of creepy that he was Pinocchio again but how much can men, this man take? That's true. It was just it was just sad. Because he let her in. Yeah. Are you all right? Boom. Done.
1: Well, you saw her hesitate. Yeah, no, <coughs> everything's fine. You yeah. can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. and, and I know that she had to do that because if he started asking more questions, it would make Pinocchio scared. Yeah. She had to put them to sleep. That was, yeah.
0: Regina said she would never let them hurt a child but he's now <laughs> not a child be careful august that's true
1: and i would have to agree having him go back to being little pinocchio was just a little too weird well like, come on
0: that dagger is pretty powerful it undid yeah what, what the, blue did. the blue fairy did so yeah, that's pretty yeah. pretty yeah. powerful yeah all right so i will continue things that made me go hmm where did the train come from ah excellent question trace mm-hmm. that is a wonderful question so we kind of discussed it before. Oh,
1: that's a great point. What? Think about it. Trains don't run through the middle of Storybrooke. Right. That was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So is that a normal train that comes by? How do they know the schedule, the train schedule? Yeah. And the next question... In Queens game, of Darkness. Well, know. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is The next question, was it magical as part of the initiation? So in other words, did mm. they conjure up the train yeah. to see at what point Regina would, would cave? Would it have really been a real train? Would it have killed them all? And something tells me, no, it was part of the initiation.
0: Let me take a quick peek. I did get a screenshot of the, of the train was s t so it could be storybrook train i s t eight two seven six okay what so was the, what's that the, the train number now? on the train oh okay so it's a good storybook train eighty two seventy six i don't know i yeah, i don't know all right so go ahead and continue reading the email
1: okay so the things that made Trace go, hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing was, how did Belle not figure this one out? That's huge. That was one of those things we we just talked about. How did she not figure it out? Well, I don't, that's the thing. We don't know. Maybe she did and she's playing along. Or maybe not so much. It's it's anybody's guess. Um, Why would Hook be so concerned about the dagger all of a sudden? And she even said she sensed Rumpel was around. Yeah, she almost didn't give him the dagger. And we watched it again, which I'd seen the first time, but we watched it again. It was even more obvious to me when she said, Dark One, if you're around, he was looking straight ahead like she was. Mm. Yeah. If you're around, come and face me. And the minute she said that, he turned and looked at her because he was not looking at her before. So he did come and face her. And then... um yeah. The fact that she didn't see that, the fact that she didn't pick up on that, that was kind of like, and she waited, you know, quite a while. And then the fact that she didn't see that he was looking at her. um, And see, that was the whole thing. She, she said the wrong thing. If she had said, "Come and show yourself to me, come and reveal yourself to me," that would have been a whole right, other ball right. game, and she would have known that it was him. True. So just come and face me was, but that was his words to her. He should come and you know command me to come and face you. And so she literally took him at face value, pardon the pun, and that's why she didn't tell him to reveal himself because if he if she had, he would have had to have uncloaked his, you know shape-shifting thing. right you know anyway um and then uh that's it one minute a one minute scene of aurora Yep, that was a little key point in the story and showed how we end up seeing her get put into the sleeping curse
0: well, and Regina was there. That kind
1: of gives us, and Regina was there. Yeah. So we Watch have, it, We yeah, we have a little bit more in the time frame of what exactly happened. So we know, you know, because Aurora said she had been put under the curse, or she had been put to sleep, and it was long before that. So who knows how much longer before that. It would have been quite, uh, I'm guessing it would have been quite a while before that, actually. A few years, I'm thinking, because uh, Regina wasn't even like Evil Queen at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, true. Aurora was asleep for a a lot longer than twenty eight years. Uh,
0: look, I love Lana Paria, oh, but I love the young Regina voice. I oh, think yeah. it's my favorite thing. It's very, hello, hello, yeah. Maleficent. She's, Are you hello? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Very, That's my favorite thing because we're very we're so sweet. used to you know bah, there, you know very, just angry and all yeah, this, but it, yeah.
1: Hello, and it's it's it shows great depth. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another one was, I hope we get more when we find out who the father is in a backstory and the father being the father of Maleficent's baby. I'm pretty sure where we're going with this. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yes. I, I can't wait to see who the father is. I can't wait to see the fact that the child is not dead. It's just gone somehow. Um, maybe they won't be anymore because they are taking the story in a different direction. I'm not possibly. sure what that references, but maybe it's the father. I don't know. Oh, backstories, maybe. Yeah. Um, so then uh, to finish this kind of up a little bit is, lastly, I do agree that Rumpel's endgame may not be what we all think. If his happy ending is Belle, then he could turn out to be a hero after all. He only needed the evil duo to get into Storybrooke. If he does know Regina's playing both sides and not giving her up might show he's playing both sides as well. So I feel like we all give Rumple a pass when his evilness is for a greater purpose, like finding Bay, and I agree with that, hundred percent. We all, you know, said, okay, well he's evil, but here's why we understand it. Uh, so maybe that is the same thing. The means will justify the end. Interesting, mm-hmm. and I I kind of agree with that as well. I'm hoping that. Uh, Trace's hope is my hope for the season that the Charmings get the chance to help Maleficent find her lost baby so all can be forgiven and she'll get her happy ending and be redeemed. And I wanted the same thing for Zelina. I wanted the mm-hmm. same thing for Ingrid. The unfortunate reality is that with a lot of these characters who are evil, they don't end up redeemed. Regina is the exception. Rumple, I hope, gets redemption too. I hope he comes back to that. I don't want him to be evil permanently forever. That would be horrid.
0: But Trace brings Trace brings up a great point, though. That yeah. The Charming's helping her and resolving at least that issue no. would be, I think, go a long way. I do It's not going to help Emma much.
1: No. The, oh, I agree. If everybody aired everything and got it out all, right. all the all out in the open, things would be so much better. I mean, look at the whole. Henry got his memories back. Right. After coming back to Storybrooke, right? Last season or second half last season, whenever it was that he got him back. Right. And he wasn't upset with Emma. He wasn't traumatized by what had happened. He was happy to be there with them. But if he ever found out that Emma wasn't going to bring his memories back mm-hmm. and was going to try and keep him from this and try and keep him from them and try to take him back to New York, what would that do to him? True. It's little things like that. So I think if they all just kind of go, look, let's just get this all out in the open. I'm not proud of this fact, but this is what I did. This is what I said. This is how I felt. You know, I, you know, I was misguided. Blah, blah. Just be honest, man.
0: Well, and I think we've touched on. I don't, don't want to go on and on, no, but I, I just either. we we've touched on how parents kind of
1: think they're doing something. Rework to
0: stories yeah. so that they they yeah they they rework the history mm-hmm. so that it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. Pa- more palatable yeah. but when you really get down to the honest truth it's like you did that yeah you told me never to do oh well yeah i was just young and whatever yep. so yeah all right big love monsters i'll continue with tracy's e- trace's email patience everyone only the third episode and a lot to cover talk to all you poor unfortunate souls next week trace yep Very good segue into our next episode. Yep. All right. So the next email is from Brad. Thank you. Thank you so much, Trace, for that email. Lots of great points. And it got us Mm -hmm. discussing lots of great stuff. It did. So this is from Brad. Welcome back, dearies. I hope you both are looking and feeling better. Well, (laughs) oh, better than Maleficent did. Well, yeah, (laughs) I think. So I don't not have at, any...
1: I don't look better than Maleficent did, not at the moment anyway. Yeah,
0: I don't have any <laughs> teardrops or toads, duels, or anything.
1: No. Eh.
0: Now, shall we begin? Here are the things I learned this week on the episode, Enter the Dragon. I did want to say one thing. I didn't mention it before. Mm-hmm. But Enter the Dragon, it's been a long time since I've seen that film with Bruce Lee. Yeah. But obviously, it's kind of going through like a gauntlet of things to emerge to the other side. You have to find your center whether it's the tree cave in Star Wars or all these different things where you have to get through some difficulties and find deep down kind of like Jeff Probst says in mm-hmm. Survivor you got to dig down deep to get through this mm-hmm. and i think a lot of this episode was that yeah finding who you really are remembering who you really are mm-hmm. making decisions going through things mm-hmm. that are difficult you know regina's got to do all these hazing assignments or whatever to get into this club initiations and all that
1: which so. means actually that if she's having to dig deep to pass their little initiations right she's come a long way from that and yeah. that's that's right. a great thing yeah anyway all
0: back right Back to brad's email number one if you're not drinking burning or destroying things you're not having a good time and you're not part of the Mean girls group either. Yeah. Number two, these spell books are like trading cards. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many just laying around. And Cora could be, Cora could open a bookshop, I guess. She could. She's got almost. a lot of books. Number three, Maleficent is one smooth criminal. Yeah. <laughs> That's true with that hat and this cocked over Schneider. to the side. Also yeah. Schneider look. Number four, yeah, it kind of did like the smooth criminal outfit.
1: Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did.
0: Number four, Regina's codename is in this episode could have been Bonnie Brasco.
1: Bonnie Brasco? Brasco. Instead of Donnie Brasco? I haven't seen
0: that movie. I got to oh, see that dude. movie. Oh, dude.
1: From what I remember of what I understand about it, it's about a guy who goes undercover. I love Apple like yeah, 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 yeah. Goes undercover. Yeah, to yep. bur- yeah so that would have worked. That's funny.
0: But I did see Sound of Music again. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, I mean, I saw The Sound of Music again.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that just came up. But anyway, let's move on, shall we?
0: Sound of Music. Number five, Ursula is not the only one who drinks like a fish. (laughs) That's true. But then they busted up grannies and those ladies... That's a girl's night out, boy. That was a girl's night out. Yeah. Usually doesn't get burning cop cars. No. Number six. kids
1: don't try that stuff at home.
0: No, don't do that. Number six, turning into a dragon can be a bit showy, but ripping someone's heart out and crushing it in front of them is perfectly acceptable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And don't try that at home either. Don't
0: try that at home. (laughs) Number seven, a piece of wood from the forever burning tree would be a woodcutter's dream. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dear Diary, guess what? Uh, number eight, at least Cruella's enchantments can drive better than her. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point.
1: That's because cars can't get drunk. Now, I wonder why
0: they wrote that in. I guess were the two actors as busy that day?
1: No, 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 no. Remember, it was supposed to be just...
0: Yeah, but I understand that. Okay.
1: Maleficent doesn't know how to drive a car, I'm sure. Right. Regina does, but Maleficent had to pick her up. All right. Capiche?
0: Yeah. Capiche. you. Listen.
1: (laughs) Onward and upward, please.
0: All right. Number...
1: Nine.
0: Nine. Gold took the Jungle Book song, I Want to Be Like You, to a whole new creepy level. That's true.
1: He did indeed.
0: Number 10. Baloo singing. Mm -hmm. Number 10, even those skilled in the dark magic realize that raw power, the raw power is really in duct tape. That's true.
1: Yes, the raw power that is duct tape. That might be (laughs) what he wrote there. Just just saying. Duct tape Uh, is the universe that holds, is the substance that holds the universe together.
0: It is. It really is. You can do anything with duct tape.
1: I had an old, I had an old Volkswagen Bug years ago. I think we talked about this, and it had a sunroof, and the the seal, the gasket, you know, the rubber gasket in the sunroof that kept it leak proof, was really old and crumbly. So I had to put a trash bag on top of my car to cover the sunroof, and I sealed it down with duct tape. I never had a single leak in that thing. And yes, that is so cheesy, but I was also young, very young in my early 20s and had zero dollars to fix zero anything. Dollars. I had zero dollars to fix anything. So, um, yeah, that was the, but I'm telling you, duct tape is the substance that holds the universe together.
0: It is indeed. And it is a magnificent substance yeah. as well. Burning question. If Cruella can persuade dogs, bugs, and vehicles, can not she do the same to people?
1: My money says yes.
0: Hmm. Highlight. One word. August. Yep. Brad. Thank you, Brad, for that email. Yep. Sorry for my slurring and mispronouncing things. We will continue. That's why (laughs) Colleen is here. (laughs) That is why. To help me. amongst other things. All right. This is from Reagan. Reagan is a guy that I met at Disney's California Adventure. One day with Tommy Picks.
1: Oh, fantastic.
0: From the... um the Diz Geek podcast.
1: Nice. And Cruise Dudes podcast.
0: And the Cruise Dudes podcast. Yeah. Uh, this Okay, so I'll read the email from Reagan. This is Reagan from Utah. We met early this month near the flagpole at DCA. You came in with Tommy Allison of the Diz Geek podcast and the Cruise Dudes podcast. I downloaded every episode of your podcast and I'm looking forward to listening in. This is what I did with the Diz Geek podcast. I came in about 15 or so episodes it was great to meet you and Tommy in the parks I think the podcast community is a pretty interesting and cool group of people I am happy as a fan I don't know what I would have to say about anything on a weekly or monthly basis well I appreciate you listening yeah and it was really cool to meet you as well
1: and and just hang with us on some of those some of those back episodes by the way yeah <laughs> especially so, season
0: 2 yeah let me yeah
1: <laughs> if you're going back that far if you've li- if you've downloaded every one of our podcasts wow that's impressive well, for one thing and secondly he- Go back. You're going back all the way back there.
0: It gets better. Bear
1: with us on season two.
0: Reagan wrote back. He says, I started your podcast, but it seems to be mid season and started with the Miller's daughter. Is there a different podcast of yours that started with episode one, season one? Thanks Reagan. Here's the thing. So feed burner has this cap on how large the episode bucket can be. So, It doesn't allow all the episodes to be in there. It has a cutoff point. So what you can do is go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash O-U-A-T start. And if you go there, it'll be a big beginner's guide. And then if you kind of go through that at the end, it'll have episode one. Here's the podcast episode. Episode Mm -hmm. two, here's the podcast episode. That's the best way. I am moving everything over and I'm going to have a new RSS feed that doesn't use FeedBurner and then it'll be everything you can get to. But that's going to take a bit of time. I'm sorry about that. So anyhow, that's what I recommend for you.
1: That's what happens when you do almost 300 shows.
0: Yeah, we've done this a long time.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Mm
0: -hmm. So thank you, Reagan, for that. And it was cool meeting you and hopefully we'll get to meet. Up again.
1: I don't know how I, didn't, how I missed meeting Reagan.
0: It was one night we were heading in and Tommy said, hold on, I got I to gotta meet a listener over here. Oh. And I went with him and I had the pleasure of meeting Reagan there. We talked I must have bit. been with
1: Tommy's wife, Lena. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's what's going on.
0: He, yeah.
1: You were probably meeting us somewhere. I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. I think I know which one. Anyway. Yes. That's awesome. Well, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to meet you, Reagan, but hey, mm-hmm. maybe another time.
0: Yes. And it was really cool because Carsland was there. And it was, it was, anyway, it was a great time to visit. Mm-hmm. The weather was great. That's what I mm-hmm. remember. I think we talked about the weather. Oh, yeah. 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 Really good. All right. So please tweet at us when you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Say, I was listening, and hopefully, you will say, I enjoy O U A T podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to send big love out to everybody. And remember, big love is so big that you can't keep it all. So take what you need and pass on the rest to somebody else that needs it. Yes. And that's all for now. So
1: Right on. Well, we have another episode tomorrow night. First thoughts. Yes. First
0: thoughts. And I have a bit of editing and then I'll put these podcast episodes out. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening, letting other people know. We know there's a lot of choices out there and we thank Mm -hmm. you for listening Mm -hmm to us and supporting us however you can retweeting don't forget
1: to check out uh, regal con too
0: regal con it's It's a very 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 cool thing for those of you who like to see cast members ian bailey dude oh my gosh anyway so until next time i'm
1: excited about sean mcguire dude
0: sean mcguire Yep.
1: and Beverly can't wait to meet Beverly in Be,
0: person well, we'll keep naming Gil McKinney's cool <laughs> you know Faustino Happy, Michael Faustino Lee 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 I know and Rebecca Mader
1: oh totally
0: all of them
1: and David don't forget David and
0: David oh my gosh I know he sat next to Megan Ori
1: a number of times and
0: talked to her
1: uh, Beverly Elliott touched her so there my you gosh, have
0: one well back. there we go <laughs> So before there's an HR claim on me for this podcast, I'm going to say <laughs> goodbye. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is a Rony's Own Media production. Our website is onceuponatimepodcast.com. You can contact us by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash contact. You can also connect with us on social media by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash connect. If you enjoy what we do and would like to support us, we invite you to go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support. There's a number of ways that you can help us out and we truly thank you for it. The Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast where you experience more of the magic of ABC TV's Once Upon a Time.